Building a business is hard. Maintaining healthy relationships with those that you care about is hard. Staying fit and healthy in your body, your mind, and your emotions is hard. This podcast is about finding and sharing tools, strategies, and experiences that may help you to achieve and maintain moderate success in your life, whatever that means to you. There is a ton of content created by the billionaires, the ultra-successful athletes, and by people that are at a level that the vast majority of us will just never get to. And if you're anything like me, I'm totally okay with that. This is a place where we talk about how to build a great business, but not necessarily a massive one. A place to talk about how we build a life that is balanced and integrated, but not necessarily optimized to levels that are not realistic for most of us. In short, it's a place where we explore how to be moderately successful. The work will always remain yours, and for the most part, it's simple, but not easy. I want to challenge you to be more than just a passive listener. I want to challenge you to take whatever resonates with you from this episode and to teach it to somebody that you think will benefit from it, and to do so in the next 24 hours. This will embed the learnings for yourself, and you'll be helping someone else as well as the podcast. Lastly, please share this with whoever you think needs to have this in their lives. The more reach we can get, the more impact we can have. With that said, let's get into it. Hey guys, good to be back. So today I want to talk about what I first sort of was introduced to as, as anti-goals or counter KPIs or now the, the term I like to use is guardrails. So I think to just give the context on this, it's important to just sort of talk about what, what goals are, right? So most of you have probably used some form of goals, whether it's sort of a smart framework or whether it's the rocks concept, which I first learned about in, in the scaling up work by Vern Harnish. Or whether it's OKRs, objectives and key results, which were created by Andy Grove from Intel and made famous by Google. And if you want to check that out in more detail, you can check out John Dawes' book called Measure What Matters, which is really the OKR Bible. I'm a massive goal user. I teach it. I preach it. I, I love it. And, and goals are sort of at the foundation of, of everything that I do. But but I think they're incomplete or not not sort of sufficient for really optimizing what what we want from life. And to give context around that, I think the best way to explain it is like I, I've come across, you know, thousands of business leaders over the years. And we were always sort of saying that like, yeah, are we doing this for our family or we're doing this for like health or we're doing this. And to be honest, if you look at one's calendar, it's generally like just not true. It's generally a bit of bullshit that like we say these things, we say we're doing it for our family. We say we're doing it for our health. We say we're doing it for like, I don't know, financial freedom or what have you. But if you look at the behavior and you look at the actual calendar, it's not happening that way. So. You know, in my life, I use a very similar system in my personal life as I do in, in business for goal setting. Um, and I think for purposes of this of this episode, I'll talk more about my personal life because it's actually easier to demonstrate what I'm what I'm talking about. But it absolutely can and does and should, I think, apply to to how we set goals in business. So I think it's always good to have like long range thinking. So I use a system or a very simple process called like North Star thinking, but you might want to call that your vision or whatever. I think I've done an episode on this already. And then I use something called the essential intent, which comes from Greg McEwen's book, Essentialism, which is really fantastic. And it's kind of like a shorter time horizon that is concrete, it's measurable, it's in a, a predefined time frame, And it's kind of like the one thing you have to sort of get done or you want to get done above all else. And then you cut out the noise. And then I bring that down to annual OKRs, or goals, and then I bring that down to quarterly OKRs, and then I bring that down at like a weekly measurement cadence with a sort of tracking of behaviors and, and habits. And it's awesome. It works very well. Uh, nothing in there is original. Nothing in there I made up myself. It's all sort of taken from other people. But, you know, like everything that I do, 
once I've sort of practiced it and experienced it, it, it does actually become original for me. But here's the problem. Like if I talk about my current essential intent, which is running for the current current year, I won't give you the, the specifics, but it's basically around sort of achieving a certain amount of earnings in all of the sort of areas of my life, as well as achieving a certain amount of objective measurable impact within within the career that I'm currently focusing on. And it is true. It is the stuff that that's at the, at the center of, of sort of what I'm doing from an outward perspective. But the potential kind of catch here is that I can achieve that essential intent, but kind of destroy my life at the same time. So, you know, if I look at that and I go, cool. So if I achieve the earnings that I want to achieve, and if I achieve the object of impact in the career that I'm, that I'm working in by the time frame, the way that I've set up my goals is that I've, I've won. I've done what I want to do. But what if I've like completely destroyed a relationship in, in, in my life or if I've neglected my, my kids or, or my wife or if my health is deteriorating or if my sort of sense of calm and what have you is, is no longer there and I'm you know about to be committed into a, an institution because I'm so incredibly highly strung, yet from a goals perspective, I might have sort of be getting straight A's, right? And that's a problem for me. Because it incentivizes bad behavior and it incentivizes the wrong behavior. So it's a very simple concept, but a very powerful concept for me. So, so what I started doing was I started creating counter KPIs or guardrails. So if we take that essential intent that I spoke about, which is to generate a certain amount of earnings and to be able to measure a certain amount of objective impact in the field that I want to, I've now got a couple of guardrails to reflect on weekly. So for me, it's the first one is around pace and recovery. So I need to have a sleep score of at least 80 every night. And I measure this. And if I'm not getting that, I then create actionables and tasks around what I need to do to bring focus back into this. And I'm measuring these things every week and I'm having a look at them. And this, by the way, feeds into an accountability sort of WhatsApp group that I've got with two, two people that I respect very deeply. And I can speak about that another time. But there's, there's, there's somebody holding me accountable to these things. Then there's family. So... It's important to me that there's that there's stuff going on with my wife and I from a sort of sharing the load, giving each other time, making sure that we both feel valued because we're, you know, we have a young child, a very, very young baby and, and a seven-year-old and everything's very important to both of us. And it's important that we kind of respect and value our mutual roles in, in our relationship. And there's things that we need to do in my world uh, to make sure that that happens. So, so that's, that's kind of the next thing. The other thing that's important to me is that I'm helping my wife with things around the house, but I'm doing it in front of my kids so that it's modeling it correctly. The next thing is that I've got at least a certain amount of undistracted one-on-one -on -one time with my seven-year-old at least twice a week. That has to happen. Another thing is that we eat dinner together every single night a week, except Monday. Mondays just don't work. So every single other night of the week and the weekend, it's important for me that we are eating dinner together for one hour. We don't have phones or screens or anything, and it's a good guardrail. The other one is that I'm meditating for at least five minutes, but no more than 20 minutes every single day. That's important to me. Another one is my body. So I need to be doing 45 minutes of zone two cardio at least three times a week. And I need to be doing at least three sort of strength sessions per week. That's important from a body perspective. And another one is, is my mind, which is kind of, it's just a check-in on whether I'm being overwhelmed or not. And if I am, it's about just doing things to bring, to, to bring me back to not feeling overwhelmed. So Hopefully, it's pretty clear what I'm, what I'm saying here is that set your goals. You should set goals. You should be very clear about setting goals. You should get better and better at setting goals. OKRs are incredibly powerful, incredibly meaningful, incredibly useful. But when you sit and you go, what am I doing all of this for? And if it's family or, or self-improvement or, or whatever, 
just check those goals and really ask yourself, if you achieve those goals, are you actually achieving the underlying thing that you're claiming you're doing all of this for? You know, in my goal setting framework right at the top, I've got a thing that says, if I'm doing this for my family and myself, how do I put us at the center of this? And that's a really good question to contemplate for me because it's very easy for me to get hooked on the sort of the, the essential intent and the OKRs and actually neglect the things that are truly important to me. It's also kind of like giving an opportunity to actually really evaluate whether those are genuinely the things that are actually important to you or if you're just saying them because society says you should say them. So hopefully this was useful. And I guess what I'm saying is like, do not steer away from setting goals. I mean, I really, really advocate for that. But just OKRs or any kind of goal setting framework, I think they're insignificant without really strong guardrails and there can be really few of them. So I've shared my sort of personal framework here in a business context you know, you might say land X million dollars worth of revenue and your guardrail might be talking about the qualitative nature of your client or the qualitative work that you're doing. Or if you're saying you want to grow your business by 20 or 30 people in the next whatever quarter, year, five years, like whatever, if you're talking about people growth, you might have a guardrail there around the quality of person or, or the way in which those people are coming into the business. If you're talking about anything that is sort of going through your OKRs, think about the qualitative metrics, the qualitative things that those things would need to demonstrate in order to actually be net positive, truly net positive for the business and consider putting guardrails in there. It does make these much more difficult to set. It does make truly good OKRs and guardrails a lot harder, but they become much, much more sort of accurate and much more meaningful in my experience when we've got strong OKRs together with strong guardrails. So hopefully there was something of use in that for you and I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. So hit me up on LinkedIn. Ciao. If you want to talk about working with me as a business improvement coach, please reach out either on mike at smbmastery.com.au or you can find me on LinkedIn. Please do share this podcast with whoever you think will get value from it. And if you have five minutes, please do give us a rating and review. They really do help with making the podcast visible. The link is in the show notes. Thanks for listening and I'll be back soon with the next episode.